What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I am your host of the day, once again, Jared Hamilton. If you're new here, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you're old here and you've been you know, a podcast veteran, thank you so much for your continued support. Today's episode is longer than most. A lot of the podcasts I, I drop are, you, you know what, between like 10 and 30 minutes maybe. This is more of a full-length episode. This is like an hour or so long. Um, but I'm telling you, the amount of content and value that you're going to get out of this episode is, is insane because it's, I don't do most of the talking. This episode, I have my dude Corey on here. Um, Corey is actually one of my tribe members and he is just straight crushing. But Corey is a, an amazing enough of a man that he is willing to hop on here, talk about his insecurities, what he's struggled with and how he's overcome everything and how his whole life is just changing. We talk about everything from food addiction to mindset and thought process and kind of getting over your own limiting beliefs and issues. Um, you know, talking about stuff as strategic as, um, you know, carbs and calories and how to kind of figure out where you're going with that. Cause he had a couple questions for me on that. So, uh, standpoint, we get into emotional eating, we get into self-sabotaging and how to overcome some of those, um, self-sabotaging mechanisms that, that, you know, that some people struggle with. Um, a lot of this is just Corey speaking about his own issues he's had and how he's been able to get around all this. You know, Corey's been in the, in the tribe for, oh, I don't know, probably four to six months, somewhat, something like that. And I'm telling you, man, I have, I don't know if I've ever seen someone in this short period of time change their place so much. Like, don't get me wrong. Dude's lost weight. Dude's been just killing it on the physical side of stuff for sure. But his whole life is better. The way I can just tell in his voice, his energy, the way he thinks, the clarity, and just his overall happiness has changed. So I'm going to quit talking and I'm going to let Corey hop on here. So let me grab him. Well, is this thing on? My man, what's good? <laughs> oh, not much. Just got home from work. Pretty pumped nice. to do this. Sick, man. Sick. How, how are you? I'm great. I'm nice and sore, and I'm hungry, and I'm stoked. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, man. Well, we are recording. This is it. So now just forget it's recording. Now we're just having a conversation. So Absolutely. <laughs> how, how is everything, man? How, how, how's life? Um, life has been really good. The last month has really changed a lot of things for me. Um and really it's been incredibly easy which is surprising because i've been trying to do this stuff for you know like the last 10 years and i just had a complete shift in my mindset and um had some ideas challenged that i was continually you know relying on and falling back on and so um the last cup the last like week and a half have been a little bit of a struggle um, but I haven't fallen off. I've kept doing the things that I know I need to be doing, um, even if it's been a little bit less focused. Um, but I'm working back into that that really razor sharp focus where I know I need to be. Sick, 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 dude! I love that. Well, and that's the thing is, a lot of people forget that that's okay. Like you don't have to be like on a hundred percent all the time. A lot of people think that you have to, whereas like it, it's not that way at all. Like, dude, honestly, most of like my whole last year, me for me personally, my 2018 was like 
like I, dude, I was, I, I was rarely on a hundred percent. Yeah, it was just a rough, just rough in general. Um, so the fact that like you know, just like being off your game a little bit is like is still is not a bad thing. Like that's happened. Uh, oh. One of my my favorite examples to use of that is um, there's a difference between a bruise and a tattoo. You know, is every a lot of people think like even if they just totally fuck up and like fall off their diet and, and eat themselves into, you know, a, a binge eating time bomb. Like even if that happens, like that's like a bruise, not a tattoo. It's not a, a permanent place that you have to be or you know that defines you or whatever the case is. You know, absolutely. I think for me, um, I have never experienced what I'm going through right now, and so <laughs> it's been a really, really like intense um almost like trance like state for me and it happened so quickly that i literally just thought that this is what it's supposed to feel like all the time and that it's always going to be like this and uh i guess what is what's happened the last couple weeks have been really good for me because again it's not been like uh I'm, you know, I'm giving up, fuck this, I'm out. It's just been a reevaluation of what I'm doing and what I want to do. Um, and I don't like, I had kind of a breakthrough last night that really helped me go back to that place that I like being in. Um, and so, but it took being mindful about it for, a, mm-hmm. like, you know, a month, a week and a half or whatever. And um, just keep working. You know what I mean? Like I was still at the gym every morning at like five. I was still, you know, eating the way I know I should be eating every day um, with a little bit of variance. And it wasn't quite where I wanted to be, but I didn't, I wasn't eat, like, dude, if you would have seen me two months ago, even you would have been just disgusted because I was eating like pizza a couple times a week and I was like it was just a it was a mess and I was feeling sorry for myself mm-hmm. and I was wishing I could just you know everything could be you know sunshine and rainbows and then it just cl- it just clicked um and so it's being mindful and remembering why I'm doing this because that's not always really you know the first thing in your brain is I'm doing this for such and such. Like sometimes you get, I, I, I personally, I don't know about anybody else, but I get lost in the, in the day to day, like the monotonous part of mm-hmm. it. Like, Oh my God, I'm eating, I'm eating chicken and you know, whatever, or steak and a potato for the, <laughs> for the thousandth time. <laughs> like, and, um, but just like remembering like why I'm doing that because yeah, it's, it's, it takes that extra step of keeping your mind sharp on it. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing is there's, there's power in the monotonous and that's where a lot of people go South is because it, it, honestly, that's where this game is. It's monotonous, especially if you have, if someone has like a pretty decent amount of weight to lose, like there's different, it's, there's, there's a difference between like, we all know that they're that person who goes from like they're shredded and then they're like, I just want to get more shredded, like veins on veins. And they like, I don't know. They just fuck a little bit more and they get like even more shredded <laughs> versus like versus like if someone has a fair, uh, you know, a fair amount of weight to lose. It's super monotonous just because there's more time. It's more time spent in a deficit, more time in the gym. And it's just a longer process. It's and in a lot of times 
that's where people get lost. They're like, well, I feel like I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. I'm like, welcome to <laughs> the club. <laughs> right, exactly. But on that same note, too, this is where a lot of people's perception gets off is, number one, I believe to have anything worthwhile, uh, whether that be marriage success or business su- success or weight loss success, um, you will be tested. That you will, I believe, there it's just part of the game to achieve anything great. Absolutely, you're going to go through a period that will suck a lot. But the thing is, you want to take, and this is where a lot of people get off. They like during the midst of struggle, they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is is this worth it? Am I cut out for this? Maybe I'm doing something wrong." And they want to quit. Versus, it should be on the whole other side of it because if you're tested, it means you're close. Number one, and number two is. Uh, taking pride and struggle one of the a mentor uh or a guy that i study a lot and he was talking about this on one of his his podcasts the other day he was talking about he's like take pride in your struggle because no everyone else quits right now and you're not whereas like in the worst of the worst of the worst you're just like life just sucks mm-hmm. or you're like just like honestly take pride in that because you're like man everyone else quits right now Right. You know, in, in business, like if if, you know, it's a bad time in business, everyone like my, you know, your competitor would quit right now versus you're like, no, I'm not. Or versus you're like, man, weight's not coming off and I'm doing everything right. But everyone else would quit right now and I'm not going to quit. Like there's a level of pride to take in that in, yeah. in the struggle, you know. Well, and the other thing, too, that has helped um, kind of get me. Uh, and I wouldn't say like I'm fully back to where I want to be, but. Um, I was feeling real sorry for myself and it, it was literally, I had a, I had a moment, a cup, you know, it was probably, uh, you know, three or four nights ago and I was hanging out with one of my buddies and we were having a couple drinks and I haven't part of, I haven't been drinking very much, uh, since I've started this process and I was having a couple drinks and I just gotten some bad news. Like I'm in the middle of making a fairly big life change and trying to move across the country. And I had a, pretty much a job lined up. I was super psyched about it. And then after two months of putting a bunch of effort in and doing a background check and this and that, and the other thing, they basically come out and say, by the by, you know, we picked somebody else. And so I was, I like, I was like, literally I, I was so excited and it just, it crushed me. And I was sitting there and like I said, I had had a, a couple of drinks and I could feel um, the the best way I can really, help visualize this to somebody is if anyone's seen venom uh the the marvel movie venom Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. you know spider-man or whatever yeah when the symbiote like crawls up the guy's head and you know starts to take back over that's what i felt like that's exactly what it felt like it felt like my Mm -hmm. old habits and my old thoughts and my old whatever was just crawling back out of hell and I mean, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks cause it was insecurity and it was, um, loneliness and it was sadness and it was all these things that have crippled me for a really long time. And I literally, I looked at my friend, I was like, dude, I got to go home. I can't do this. So I went home and on my way home, I was having a, a dialogue with myself. I was like, I wanted to go home and eat I had like I had like there was these cookies at my house and I was like I wanted to go home and eat those so bad because I felt shitty and so what I did was I turned on this uh it's like a like kind of like drum banging like viking kind of war music and I just mm-hmm. I just like I got in the zone and I pulled myself out of it and, like I wasn't 
in a super good place, but I went home and I ate a good dinner and I had an apple and I went to bed and I woke up the next morning and I had avoided like the normal self-destruction that I, that is pretty much my pattern. You know what I mean? That's, that's been my pattern so for, huge, man. for years and years. And I avoided that. And here I am five, you know, four or five days later, like, wow, that literally would have crippled me even six months ago. I like would have completely given up and been looking for the next, you know, diet that I can try, or, you know, I'm going to take a week off of the workouts because, um, I'm tired and I'm sore and I, you know, I'm going to, I feel shitty for myself, but, um, it was super cool. I mean, like literally it just, it was, it was a really surreal experience, but, um, I've never experienced something like that before. And it was incredible looking back on it. Well, dude, that's the thing is that's like, don't ever discount that. Like the, what you just said is such a big deal. I don't think you really even understand. Like uh, one of the best ways, even just like in the, in the world of like get, uh, gaining confidence, in what in something the best thing you can ever do is keep the promises you give to yourself and that's one of the best ways on the planet to build more confidence and then move forward with everything and the fact that you did just that and you like literally looked your demon in the face and said fuck you and kept on your shit that's such a big deal man like not a lot of people can do that just because and I, i know exactly the emotions you're feeling like i've been there i've done that where it's just like, how can this get any worse? And then it like does, but being it, but keeping in control like that, like that's the thing is a lot of times, whether someone's uh, upset, depressed or ang- have anxiety or just don't know what to do or life's just crazy. There's things you can always control. Like you can't control if they accept you or not. Absolutely. You control like, you know, you can't control what color the sky is Yep. or, but you can always control uh, your activity your attitude and what food you put in your mouth. Yes. And the fact that you can, you grab those things, that those little things you can control, it'll change your life. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. Like that's, that's so crazy. And that's been my, like one of my biggest transformations with just where my head goes is constantly worrying about all these other things. And at the beginning of this, um, it was, you know, late December. And I just realized like, I can't control anything. I can't control the fact that, you know, I feel I, you know, the way I feel sometimes I can't control this. I can't control what other people do, but damn it. I can control if I go to the gym and if I eat right. Mm-hmm. And if I do the things that make me happy, those yeah. are, like literally that's all that I can do. And it was like a light bulb went off and, you know, listening to podcasts and your, you know, your podcast. And another one is a really good one is chasing excellence. Um, mm-hmm. and then I re like completely, I just, I started reading again and oh, man. it wasn't like bullshit reading either. Like I love star Wars and I love like stuff like that. So I was reading a lot of like star Wars books and whatever. And I went and I bought, you know, these like helpful books that are all about personal my, development. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I, I just do, like dove right into them and, I haven't. What, what was it? What book? Which one? So the first one that really started everything, um, and this kind of started the process of me even thinking about this was back last summer. Um, it was called. It was the Chasing Excellence book that Ben Bergeron wrote, and mm-hmm. 
it took a while for that stuff to really sink in. Um, but as silly as it's going to sound, I just finished a couple of days ago. I just finished a book called um, be, it's called uh, Becoming a Modern Viking. And it's all nice. it's all uh, it's it's a nutrition and workout and mindset focus, mostly for men. But there's also some stuff for women in there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it just completely sunk in, you know, like okay, like I need to just go after what I want for the, for once rather than going after what this person wants and this person yeah. wants and this person wants, because at the end of the day, like that, none of that stuff is making me happy. I'm depressed. I'm fatter than I've ever been. <laughs> I'm so out of shape. Like I couldn't do the things that I love doing. Like rugby was something that I really loved for since I was, you know, 14 and last fall I was playing and I was so out of shape and I felt like crap and I couldn't move and I couldn't do what I like doing. And like, I never, I just, I looked at myself and I'm like, never again. I can't ever do this again because I, I just can't. And that's not going to be me anymore. And um, I wish that I could take what's happened in my head and bottle it and give it to other people because people just don't get it. I try to, I try to explain it and get them on board and get them excited about it. And some of them get really excited about it and it's really cool. I've had, I've had people tell me like, Corey, how are you doing this? You're really inspiring me. And I never thought I'd be that guy. I always (laughs) thought that I I was going to sit there and be like, Jared, you're the shit while I'm sitting on the couch and you're the shit and you keep doing it and I'll get there one day. Like what diet are you on, man? Like, what are you doing? And, uh, (laughs) now like people are just it's like it's flip-flopped and Mm -hmm. it's dude i can't even explain it to you and it gets me so psyched like if you can't tell like i'm getting more psyched as we're having this conversation no dude that's i love (laughs) no dude i I, you i love the energy i love because i know what you're going through right now um this is uh i had a very similar experience when i struck on the cord of personal development a lot of times and i could almost like feel it in your voice like, like people almost get weird about it where it's like people, some people get so weird on the concept. They're like, yeah, I started reading these books. They're like self-help, you know, development books and they get all like timid. Right. But like, and, and some people just because they don't understand are, are weird about it. But I'm telling you, dude, I went through the same thing when I started reading and getting into personal development, not reading like fiction, like Harry Potter, uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm talking about like, learning psychology how your mind works right. how to change the state you're in um and do and i was never a reader new bro i got now like a mini library like me too I have, <laughs> I have like well now it's to the point i if i find out like i i have a book i have a couple books i want to send you right now just because i know the fact that you're in this place now awesome. and there's a book or two that I'll, i send people all the time and i send clients or tribe members or whoever um if they'll if i think they'll read it like there's been books that's changed my life and I want to pass that on. And uh, like, even like I'll see these like, um, like 13 year old kids, like at the gym that, that I'm like big brother, Jared. Mm-hmm. And, and if I had these books when I was their age, I couldn't even imagine where I'd be at right now. So I'll like send them the books too. Or dude, I'm telling you people get so certain people get weird about the concept of personal development. But the thing is people always, no one under, no one understands is that the body is simply an instrument of the mind. Absolutely. So like I had a like, tell me how much sense this makes. I had a coaching client who, uh, <laughs> who in conversation, 
I said, have you read any good books lately? And she's like, not really. What about you? And I started naming off like, uh, as the man thinketh here, Napoleon Hill here, uh, you know, all these different, uh, personal development books I've read. And she's like, yeah, I don't get into that kind of weird personal development <laughs> thing, but she's, but I coach her. Yeah. But, but like then people wonder why they have trouble losing weight because it's not a body problem. It's a mind problem. Oh, absolutely. The body just, the body just does what the mind tells it. Yes. So if like, that's the thing, even for anyone that's going to be listening to this episode, like if it's one of those things where if, if you struggle with your body, it's just because your body's doing what your mind tells it to. Well, and I have um, a perfect example of that. Um, I, I spent, uh, I don't even know, like two years, uh, when I moved to Colorado from Michigan, I spent like two years at the local CrossFit gym here in town and I hated their programming and I hated going to the gym every day. And I just like, mm-hmm. it can, like my head wasn't in it because I felt like I should be doing something different than what they were doing. And I, after I started listening to some of these podcasts and challenging my own thinking, it was like, holy shit, the problem wasn't the programming. It wasn't, you know, this or that. It was literally the fact that I wasn't bought into anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as like, it didn't matter now, you know, it, whether it's CrossFit or, you know, you know, bodybuilding, it doesn't, it truthfully doesn't even matter. Like if you go and you are bought into whatever it is that you're doing, you're going to have results because you believe that it's going to work. Like whether you have a personal training program, like literally made just for you or a program that's made for everyone and all like, it doesn't, if you're not bought into the personal training program, it doesn't matter if you're spending a thousand dollars a month on a personal trainer. Yeah. If you know, if you spend $50 a month on a normal gym membership and you have a program that you fucking love and you live and you breathe and you eat it and you sleep it like <laughs> it's yeah. going to, it's like, it's going to work. You know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. was my thing is like, I was making the excuse of, well, it's this person's fault and it's this, like, you know what I mean? Like it's all mm-hmm. these other things fault. And then I was like, wait a second. I don't trust the process. I don't trust the, you know, the, the things that are literally being made for me, I'm, I'm not even trying it and I'll go to the, you know, I'll try it once or twice and all oh, that's not, that's not going to work. And then I'll just stop and, and continue this, you know, the wallowing in my own self pity. So that was, that was huge is buying into the process and just understanding that, like you said, it's going to take time and the monotony of it, like um, just accepting that and like enjoying it. So I didn't mean to cut you off there, but it, it popped. Not in at my all, head. dude. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not at all. Well, and that's the thing is, there's a whole. And I was tell I was telling somebody this the other day. There's a entire. There's a there's a whole how to put. It, there's a whole nother level you'll get to if you take the same actions but operate out of a state of expectancy versus a state of disbelief. As in, you could, um, as in you could, um, if you could do the whole calorie deficit, strength training, all all of that stuff. But if it's out of a, a place of, man, this isn't going to work. I hope this works. This isn't going to work. Um, man, you could be doing a calorie deficit, strength training, sleeping well. But it, if you're in a place where you're like, I doubt this is going to work. Everything else in my life has failed versus if you do those same actions in a state of this is going to work. I believe it's going to work. And I know this isn't going to happen. You, the, the results are going to be night and day. Even Absolutely. And that's a, that's a good, honestly, that's a really good segue into, into the next thing that I was going to ask you about. Yeah. Um, so the last week and a half or so where my head hasn't been quite right. Um, 
I've really been doubting what I'm doing. Um, and so I wanted to take a second and sort of reassess my nutrition goals. Um, because this whole time I've had, I've had two goals for myself. And part of this is, you know, from listening to your podcast and realizing that it's super simple. Um, I've been trying to hit at least 150 grams of protein a day and stay under a certain amount of calories. And I want to go back. I want to go back to when we first started talking, like, Oh, it was a while ago. Yeah. It's been a hot minute. You mentioned how many, I don't know, how many grams of protein I should be trying to get a day. And it was like, you know, you wanted me to be 150 or above. And I was like, that's impossible. Like there's no (laughs) way I'm ever going to do that. And you're crazy, dude. And pretty much on a regular, like my, my daily goal now is 150 and I knocked that out of the park. I'm getting, I'm pretty much, I'm like at 200 almost every day. Yes, baby. Um, And like, literally it's because I eat protein at every meal and I have one protein shake a day. It's not, it's not even like, it's not even a big deal. Um, But the, the place I wanted to ask you about was, so I've been trying to stay under, um, 2200 calories every day which that seems to be a pretty good place because i'm not really hungry for any more than that um so i have been between 1800 and 2200 on a day pretty much every day with some variances like the other like uh, it was a couple days ago i i think i had like 2600 um but for the most part it's been under 2200 and i just wanted i i was starting to question um, if that's the right number or should I be doing more or less or, you know what I mean? Or, but like I said, that feels good. That kind of feels like a natural place for my body to be in right now. So I just wanted to get your two cents on it. Yeah. Well, there's a couple, and this is uh, actually a super common question. Like, Hey, how do I figure out how much to eat in general? Um, Cause that, that's the thing. The goal is still fat loss. Like the goal is to still lose is lose more weight. Right. Yes. Okay, perfect. Now, that's why where this is a is an interesting little balance of, okay, that means we got to be in a deficit, but you also have to have enough food to fuel yourself and to not hate your life. <laughs> um, now, have, how have you been me- – now, here's my next question is, how have you been measuring progress? Like the scale, inches, like what – how have you been measuring progress? Um, so I've been doing a couple different things, but – so it's mostly been um, how my clothes are fitting um, and like – where I'm having to, you know, cinch the belt up to type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But also the scale, because I know for me personally, the scale is telling because I do have a lot of body fat that I need to lose. Um, I started when I hit my breaking point where I kind of changed everything. I was at about 330, so 330 pounds, Mm -hmm. um, which is the heaviest I've ever been. And as of this morning, I'm sitting at, almost it was 304 um so the scale for me does help i know to a point um now when i this was probably in august that i did this i did one of those in body scans where you grab the handles and it it measures all your it measures all your you know right arm left arm you know everything pretty much and my bmr my basal metabolic rate uh was or base metabolic rate was like 3,300 or 2,300. I'm sorry. Um, which is why I picked the 2,200. Um, so long story short, that's how I've been measuring is how my clothes are fitting. Um, 
my muscle definition and um the scale like i am using the scale as a measurement so okay well reason reason i ask is because the one of the best ways to figure out how many calories you should be eating so to speak is at what speed your progress is because a lot of times if you lose like let's say four pounds a week like that's fucking stupid fast way too fast okay Um, versus if let's say you're losing half a pound a week that's a sweet spot man because right right so rule of thumb and and i like to go by this regardless of how heavy somebody is because some people will believe like oh if you're super overweight you can lose faster which even if there is some truth to that like i don't honestly like i don't know how i feel about that i'm not a fan in general just because weight loss is supposed to be slow it is not designed to be fast because right even if you are, let's say, let's say someone has a, over a hundred pounds to lose. If you lose like it all super fast, like my buddy Carter did that. I had a buddy, my buddy Carter, good. A lot of people, like he might follow him. A lot of other people follow him. Uh, he lost over like 130 pounds. Sure. Like, he'll be the first one to tell you that he did the fir- it way too fast and which makes it hard to maintain. So the thing is, I would rather see you take longer losing it at like half a pound a week, so okay. to speak, opposed to doing something where you're, losing let's say four pounds a week and then like you your calories get super low you lose muscle tissue your workouts are shit your quality of life is shit sure and you can't maintain it because this is a habit game that's why i hate like 30 day challenge bullshit and these yeah. week plans or what it's stupid yeah because how you maintain your weight loss is how you lost it essentially right. so um and if my math is right in that kind of time that's around a half a, a half pound a week over the course of like five weeks right from like august till now that's around if my math is right around well a half a pound a week. yeah i mean i really this the the process really kick-started like late december and i knew that uh most of the weight that i've lost in the last couple of weeks is the bullshit weight like i stopped drinking soda and i stopped eating pizza every damn day <laughs> like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you know what i mean like i knew that right at first there would be a really dramatic you know drop mm-hmm. um but like in the last two weeks, it's it's been a three pound decrease, which I was like, all right, that's that's pretty much what I was expecting when I started this. Uh, the yeah. fact that I I lost as much as I did in such a short amount of time, like I knew that would slow down. <laughs> yeah, that's... well, and and that's the thing is, especially when that's the case, if you stop a bunch of bad habits at once, like pop every day, pizza every day, uh, and you'll see that like real drastic. Uh, drop what where people go wrong and where they get all upset is they'll the, that'll happen they'll do that and they'll lose you know like like i said like let's say three pounds a week and because half of it's water anyway sure um, then when things level out and they go back down to half a pound a week they're like oh i haven't lost any weight and i i'm uh, this isn't working but it's still averaging out because that's yeah. the thing that, yeah. from the math side of it we can look at the averages and um because the goal with all of this is to eat as much as possible while losing. That's the goal. It's not to drop it as much, as many calories as you can. Yes. That's why I don't know, like somebody, some, I think some like famous person said 1200 calories and dude, if you saw the amount of DMS I get about, Hey, should I be eating 1200 calories? Like I'm that sure it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is that it's one, this is such an individual thing. And number two, it's one of those things where, um, where it's really, about how much you can eat if we can get you to eat like a hog and lose weight let's get you to eat like a hog and lose weight just because it's going to keep your metabolism elevated it's going to help your muscle retention it's going to help your performance yeah. and it, it helps with wiggle room you know 
So if you're losing at a nice and like now that things are sounds like they're starting to level out, if you're losing at a nice, slow, consistent pace um, while eating a decent amount where you feel good and you're not hungry all the time, like that sounds like a pretty magical little spot. Okay. Because like I said, that's the way that I've kind of um, my daily eating schedule has formed and kind of become a routine and what I'm eating that, you know, I like and makes sense. Um, that's just kind of where I'm falling. Um, and so I didn't think it needed to be more and I really didn't think it needed to be less. Um, because I've already like some days is a little bit more and some days is a little bit less, but I mean, I'm pretty much at this point, like I'm eating three to four relatively small meals a day. Breakfast is my biggest meal. I'm starving in the morning. (laughs) I eat like literally, I mean, I eat literally like a thousand calories at breakfast time. Um, And that works. And then the, like, I have a, you know, a snack, you know, mid afternoon, I have another meal at like 11. Um, so that, I mean, the way that the routine has kind of set in feels good, but it was the doubt that I was feeling. And it was more the other stuff that was hitting me. Um, it caused me to like doubt what I was doing, um, in the kitchen and in the gym a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I went from, you know, I'd show up to the gym every day and be, you know, pumping my chest and like screaming like a crazy person Mm -hmm. and to like, you know, is what I'm doing still right. And I, I pretty much figured out that it's not, it wasn't that it was everything else. It was all the other input, which, um, part of the other thing, like the input when I talk about that is like social media and I'll just be honest, dating apps like Tinder and all that bullshit. Oh yeah. I, uh, I redownloaded those and I was doing that and I was on Facebook and I like, so a couple of days ago, I just, I cut it all out. I stopped doing it completely again because I get super overwhelmed and anxious when I'm on that stuff for too long. Um, and that helps immensely. Um, so if you think that sounds like a good place, um, that's probably what I'll just keep doing then. Because like I said, I get about. 150 to 200 grams of protein a day on between 120 the carbs are kind of a bigger variant so it's like 120 grams of carbs to 200 grams of carbs a day and then it's right around 70 to 80 grams of fat a day wait Um, so you're eating carbs and losing weight oh my goodness dude i love baked potatoes they're amazing (laughs) (laughs) like i love some baked potatoes a little bit of butter and a little bit of cheese in there and that shit's awesome (laughs) well no, I say that sarcastically. No, I know. Yeah. It's yep. <laughs> I, for people, people like, dude, it's one of my hot buttons. It's like, I, it's ridiculous. The amount of people like, dude, I made a, like, I made a post the other day, uh, uh, about why, about low car, how low carb diets are not the best thing ever. Like if yeah. someone does keto and they're happy, like good for them. But for the other 99.9% of people there, no, they should not do it. Like, I literally just had this conversation with one of my coworkers the other day. Yeah. Well, He's... here's the, well, the thing, the thing is like, I made this comment, I made that, uh, that post and dude, that post has over almost 200 comments deep of shit talkers. Of like, <laughs> Oh, insulin's elevated. You can't burn fat while your insulin's elevated, but they don't realize protein elevates insulin as well. Right. Uh, like honestly, damn it. That, that'd be like, dude, there, there's just, there's so many misconceptions with, with carbs and weight loss. It's like, someone's telling me they're like oh no carbs cause cancer i'm like you realize if if you listen to every diet or person out there you know what you would eat grass <laughs> that is it 
grass-fed organic grass. And we'd all just be like cows out in a field. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's it's like no fruit causes cancer like okay that's a new one but or, all right like, well the one thing i definitely no, i noticed that because the first like two weeks when i was doing this and it wasn't a conscious like i'm not going to eat carbs like my meals just pretty much consisted of green vegetables and meat um mm-hmm. what i started noticing was i uh i just didn't have enough energy um yeah. and so as soon as like literally the day of, I knew I needed something to like kickstart me. I got two uh, English muffin or like English muffin breakfast sandwiches from the cafeteria where I work and just slammed them down. Yeah. And I instantly felt like a thousand times better. Cause I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't sleeping right. Like it was weird because, and it went back to that, that what you always talk about, like carbs are the devil, you know what I mean? And you make fun of it all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was, and I was like, okay, maybe I need to incorporate like a banana and a bat- like one potato a day. You know what I mean? Well, and here's the thing where people go wrong is people, we're not all or nothing people. Like everyone likes to say we have all or nothing mentalities as people, but we're not. Uh, everyone just wants to act like they do when it comes to fat loss, you know? So what happens is people either feel like they have to either eat zero carbs or all the carbs, yeah. you know, <laughs> but, but now here's the, here's the reason why carbs are so manipulatable because the out of all the foods we eat, that's what we have the most abundance of. It's not uncommon for someone like myself or yourself to be taking in 200 grams of protein, 500 grams of carbs and a hundred grams of fat. Like that's not that unheard of that those kind of ratios. Mm-hmm. So if you have to diet, you're like, huh, I need to cut out 300 calories. So there's a difference between cutting out 100 grams of carbs, 200 grams of carbs versus cutting out one or 200 grams of protein or yeah, half of your fat. So for there's sure. a, like if you're, but there's a difference between going from 500 carbs a day to 350 grams of carbs a day, opposed to 500 to zero. And people act like if you have any carbs, you're going to store fat versus like, you just got to create that little bit of a deficit. Like I talk about all the time, mm-hmm. but Whereas you're still, because still 350 grams of carbs from 500 is still a lot of fucking carbs. Yes, it is. <laughs> while being able to lose weight, but there's so much, dude. There's so much. Like I get so fed up with some some of the some of the, the thought. Like I, there, dude, it's to the point. There's like I just won't even argue. Like people will hit yep. me on Instagram. Like and if someone has a legitimate question with an open mind, asking my opinion, I'm that's who I want to talk to. But like these, like like. The, what like the keyboard warriors oh you do the keyboard warriors and the like, <laughs> keto zealots get on and they're like the one like they have keto tattooed on their forehead like and don't get me wrong i'm not against keto if it makes you happy and it works for you and you can adhere to it for the long haul but if it doesn't that's where my problem is but the problem but the issue is most people aren't um just like oh yeah i follow a similar to a ketogenic diet because it works for me most people have an emotional attachment to it where they, where it's damn near their religion and they're having sex with it in their bed. <laughs> There's a difference. Yes. Where, where, whereas like when you, when, when you're so emotionally, I did a video with my dude Colin today on not to be emotionally attached to your diet yep. because like do, in the comment section, this is what really kind of upset me um, in the, in the comment section on one of those carb carb posts, I had people insulting and name calling other people, calling them fat, calling them uh like cussing at them being angry over a difference of opinion about carbs right like 
that's where it gets wrong. Yep. You know, I had, there's like somebody, they're like, uh, excuse me, are you thin? Asking for a friend. Yeah, being, insulting another girl, calling her fat because she wow. likes carbs. I'm like, this is, that's the problem. That's, that's where the issue's at. Not that the fact that a ketogenic diet works well for you and doesn't for me or vice versa. Yeah. It's the fact that you're like, no, I'm a keto zealot and I'm one. And if you don't follow ketogenic diet, you go to fuck hell. you. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck you and kill your children. Like, dude, I've seen that happen. I've seen people who are like, I wish death on your family and hope you get cancer because oh you don't God. follow a ketogenic diet. It's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So um, that's what gets that's what gets me off. Yeah, up. I honestly feel like more lasagna for me. Yeah, I was going to I love when you rant about that because it's so funny to hear it. Like on a daily basis, I hear it because now I'm a little more aware of it when people mm-hmm. are talking about, you know, what diet they're on. And uh, I was just talking to somebody yesterday. They're like, well, have you tried this? And have you tried this? And I was, I literally looked at them and I was like, you know what I do? I eat what I want as long as it's real food. Yeah. Like, and uh, this is, it's working. You know what I mean? Uh I was like, and they're like, well, don't you like, aren't you worried about like being in ketosis and like this and that? I was like, literally I'm losing weight and I'm happy. I mean, (laughs) I tell them, (laughs) no, and here's the thing. That's what. That that role exactly, dude. Corey, right? What you just said is what's most important, the, and especially even in the coaching world, like other guys like me that coach. The two factors I don't hear anyone talk about is happiness and adherence. Because let's hypothetically say that now there is no advantage to doing keto over anything else, but let's hypothetically say you could lose weight faster with keto. Let's just say if you could lose half a pound a week with carb cycling or, or I'm sorry, calorie counting. Let's say no, you could safely lose two pounds a week with keto but if you hated your life and you could not adhere to it and as soon yes. as you stop you would go back i wouldn't say i would not be a fan of you doing it yep. adherence and happiness are the most important in all of this but anymore my rule of thumb is don't take diet advice from someone whose diet has a name yep like my dog has a name like my little dude <laughs> sitting here with me doing on the phone but so it's okay for like him to have a name but a diet alone should not have its own name and trademark and culture built around it. And I think what that comes from is, and I like literally, I, I know I have so much left to learn, but I feel like I've just had a a huge world opened up to me that I am aware of these things. And um, it, all it takes is being a little bit educated on what you're doing um, and listening. Like I never believed in listening to podcasts and then I started doing it and I was like, Holy shit. Why have I not been doing this forever? Um, and they're and free, like exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're free, and you like you can listen to them while you're in the shower or while you're doing dishes or whatever. And yeah. just having a little bit of a knowledge base can increase, you know, your your okay. trusting the process yeah. and your awareness. And exactly, and that's been part of this transformation for me is just understanding because I was always like literally. It was all, well, I don't know what to do. And I don't know what to, I don't know if this is good. And I don't know if this is good. And this person's doing this. And my best friend is doing this. And my coworker is doing this. But what do I do? And I just never really, like, I never had a firm direction. And that's all I ever wanted was mm-hmm. point me in the right direction. And I will run through a brick wall. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now with literally, I mean, uh, eat real food, mostly plants, not too much. Like, like, yes. you said, like protein and plants, like literally. That right. and, and track your food 
Like yeah. I, I weigh my shit and I, and I, I weigh my shit. I weigh my food and <laughs> I like, I track they everything in my fitness that, bro. I know I did. I know, <laughs> but I, I track it. I weigh it. Um, it's not a stressful thing for me because I know exactly what I'm doing. And I know exactly if I have room for like, Oh, I can eat, so I can eat a Hershey bar today. And I've literally broken so much of my addiction to food because now I can eat a Hershey bar and love every second of it and really, really enjoy it. And I don't have the feeling to like, I have to go eat 10 more now because fuck it. I already ruined what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? That was, I, I will forever say this. I had a serious, serious food problem. I had an eating disorder. I, and it wasn't like, you know, anorexia or binging and purging. It was the guilt that came from it. It was a never ending cycle of, I just ate a whole pizza and I feel like shit. So now I'm going to eat my body weight and cookies because that makes me feel better. Um, like literally I am a, I mean, that, that is so far away from what I'm doing right now. And where I'm at right now that I don't, I'm not even the same person anymore. And it's, it's seriously, it's like, it it feels like it's, 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 yeah, exactly. I feel, I feel like a completely different person. And I look back at that and I'm like, what a weak person you used to be. Like you had zero willpower. You wished and wished that things would be different. And you, you went to bed every night saying tomorrow was going to be the day you did it. And it went, it wasn't, it was that tomorrow's the next day tomorrow's the day I'm going to get my shit together. And it just wasn't. And so it just became like, you know, I'm going to take what I want. I'm going to do what I have to do. And I'm going to be a person that does it. I'm not going to, you know, cause it's, I'm not always motivated to wake up at four 30 in the morning and do this shit. But that is the person that I am. Now I wake up at four 30 in the morning and I go to the gym and I meal prep before I even go to work at seven. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not always super motivated to do that, but that yeah. is, that is the person that I have chosen to be. And so people that don't, and this, this is the other, like we talked about this, like having people in and out of your life. Like I have removed people from my life because they don't fit that anymore. Good. And hell yeah, I've had people crawl. It's really, really interesting. I like, I never expected to see this part. Like I've had people from my past try to crawl back out of the woodwork and you know, try to talk to me again. And, you know, especially with females in particular, they want to, you know, they want to go on a date and they want to hang out and they want to, but they're super insecure and they don't know what they want. And like, I'm just going to be honest, Jared, I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. Um, like oh, man. I'm so focused and on what I want to do that, you know, that's just what it is. And if you're not on board with that, then I don't want you around. If you're yeah. not on, like, even my family, I hit, like, I went on vacation and they, I had people question, you know, why I'm doing this and why I'm so intense all the time and what, you know, you're always so intense now. And I was like, right, because it, it is right now. It is all about right now. There's nothing else except, you know, what you're doing right now to get what you want, whether you want more money or you want to lose weight or you want whatever, like, what are you doing to make that happen? And are the people around you supporting that? And so my parents, my parents were actually the ones that bought me, they bought me a bunch of these books for Christmas. They got me like uh, the Becoming a Modern Viking book. Mm -hmm. And they got me another one that's called Becoming a Barbarian, which is a super interesting, like theoretical look at 
um, Western society and how it, you know, it, you know, it, whatever, it's a lot of psychological and sociological fun stuff, but, um, I just live and I breathe and I eat it. And I, like I said, I just get so hyped up to talk to anybody about it. And I, when I suggest it to people that are close to me and I love them and, but if they don't want to do it, I just, I say, okay. And I walk away and I go do it rather than right. before it was, oh, you don't want to do it. Then I'm not going to do it either. Like, I can't tell you how many times I would not go to the gym if I couldn't find anybody to go with me. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, literally I'll wake up in the morning and I'll, ask this person or this person like hey you going to the gym with me no well i'm going anyway so you can keep doing whatever you're doing you know what i mean (laughs) like i and i like i said at the like i wish i could take whatever this is and bottle it and uh, like it's been such a like i've had i've worked with you for in the tribe you know for like six months but it's it took me forever to just get it you know what i mean yeah um and and that's the thing man is there's there's power and and this is what people I, I want to interrupt you real quick. You're good. Um, I love I love what you're saying, I, but right now I want to interrupt you real quick to say this. Yep. Um, you ever remember in school where you like like let's say I struggled in math. Well, I struggled a lot in everything in school, but I struggled in particular <laughs> with math, and I could have it be doing the same problem a thousand times and be stumped, but then a thousand one it clicks, and I'm like, oh, I got it now. How did I because, not get that before? <laughs> yeah. That ha- well, here's the thing. People that say what exactly what you just said, you're like, I've been doing this for six months. I've been doing this. I've been doing this. And it took me so long to get it. And people dog on themselves for it and like feel bad. But sometimes that's just part of the process of just that constant space repetition of the same and similar information where one day you're like, oh, I got it now. And that's OK. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's the same thing with like with the math story, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like that. Yeah. And like, I mean, as you can tell, I get when I go on these rants and I get super psyched about it and uh, I annoy people at times, but I don't really care because it's working for me and I want people to come along and be a part of it. And I hope that they do. And if they don't like that's on them, they can be miserable yeah. without me. I'm not going to join in on it. You um, start a podcast. <laughs> I, I don't even know the first place to begin with that, man. But uh, it, you have like, an anchor account. That's true. <laughs> I guess I do now. That's true. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I had like, I have a lot of people to thank for where I'm at. Like you, you've been a big part the people that are in the tribe. Like there's a ton of people that aren't active and they totally should be because they're missing out. I mean, there's, saying, there's like 60 people in that group and I consistently see, and I was one of those people like, but now I consistently see like six that communicate and contribute and whatever. And if, if you're a part of that, like make the best of it because literally a, you're paying for it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like a, you're paying for it, but B surround yourself with people who want to do it. Yeah. And that's literally, you have it right at your fingertips. And mm-hmm. I don't go on Facebook unless I'm going on to that for the most part, because I, I already know what sea of bullshit I'm going to get into unless I'm doing that. So yeah, if anyone's listening, who's also in the tribe, like, start like stop what you're doing and become more involved because yeah it helped me like even on like i don't want to share some you know some deep dark secret but it's helped me like okay this is what i'm doing and i'm it's kind of like a journal so to speak but it's it's good to get other people's 
perspective and feedback and whatever. So, um, even if like, if somebody's listening that isn't a part of it, like you don't even have to be, but find that group and use it and be successful with it because you're just wasting time. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you, what do you always say? If you're not, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. There's no in between ever, not ever, never in the time there is your one or the other. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of just, it's where I'm at right now. And you answered a lot of questions for me today. And I know I totally ranted and I may have taken No, over I love it. I and... love it. No, <laughs> but, no, no, not at all. <laughs> but that's, that's literally just where I'm at. And like, anytime I talk about this, it gets my head right. It puts me back on the right path. And um, the next thing I'm going to, I think one of my bigger challenges is going to be moving forward, dealing with anxiety as it comes because um you know i'm talking about moving i'm talking about this and i'm talking about that and all of a sudden it's derailing that like razor sharp focus that i had on my fitness and my nutritional game and so like figuring out ways to deal with that um and not let it mount up to the point where it takes me you know having a couple beers or whatever to realize like, holy shit, I'm, I'm doing this all wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely grateful for having the help along the journey. Cause that's all I've ever needed is, you know, people pushing me and saying, you got this man. Cause I will yeah. run, I will run through a brick wall for people who have my back through thick and thin. So. Right. And that's, that, that's the thing, man, is that's honestly why I call the tribe the, why I called it the tribe. Like, and that's the thing, whether somebody wants to join like our tribe like that or yeah. they want or or they have like their own support system. But that's the thing is everyone needs a quote unquote tribe. Everyone, everyone, needs tribe. everyone needs that tight, that tight knit group of people to be there, to hold them accountable, yes. to um, to just be there. And everyone, everyone needs that even like, you know, or like an inner circle, so to speak, like we all have that close group of people. Some is a little bit bigger, some it's smaller, but like. Like even in my personal life, like I have like, let's see, one, two, I have like three people and my wife is in that, like my wife and like two or three other dudes. Yep. And that's it that I would like that, that, that I could confide in that I could like, if I came to them, I'm like, bro, I just killed somebody. I don't know what to do. They'd be like, all right, what do we need to do? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, or people to call that call me out on my own bullshit there that are like, Hey man, I'm struggling with this. And I think it's this, and they're like, oh, no, Jared, your attitude's just terrible right now. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, like uh, everyone needs that, that close-knit of a group of people to um, be able to help and support and be there, you know? Well, and that, that's a huge thing is, like, building those relationships. with Because without building relationships, like, really everything is kind of unfulfilling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're doing this for you, but if you don't have those close relationships that – you know, that are really soul filling, you know, they refill your tank after you've had a shitty day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Cause it's just empty. And I, I had that realization too, a couple of weeks ago is like, you know, I've built some relationships and I really need to invest time into them. Even if they still live in Michigan and I live in Colorado, I need to get, I need to be FaceTiming them and I need to tell them that I love them and I need to tell them how important they are to me. Um, and I've had people like, uh, close friends and even family, like, you know, ask me why I, you know, you're at, you know, you, why are you being like this? Like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm amazing. 
And I want you to know that you're a huge part of my life. And thank you for sticking with it, like through this with me, because I would have never been here without you. And I'm sorry for always complaining and dragging you through the mud and asking for advice and then not taking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so showing gratitude and like remembering who's, who's helped you and who hasn't helped you too. You know what I mean? Cause they don't have a place anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, has also been a really grounding thing for me as well. And that's actually, I'm, I'm glad that popped into my head because I have some people I need to talk to that I haven't. And I think that might help me calm some of those feelings is I, you know, show your gratitude, tell people you love them that you love, you know what I mean? And, um, cause without that, none of this really matters. So, yeah. Without a doubt, man. No, that, that, like the, the concept of just being grateful, like truly deeply grateful. Like a lot of people, especially the people who uh, absorb my content, because uh, mostly people know me as the fat loss guy or the fitness guy or whatever. Right. But, right. But when I get talking about thought process, gratitude, and a lot of that stuff, people like roll their eyes. They're like, no, Jared, but like, what's the secret to it all? What's, how do, how do I burn this extra stubborn fat? And I start talking about gratitude and they're like, okay, no, Jared, but what about this thing? At <laughs> no, but seriously. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's the thing is there is so much power in being grateful. That's why I like, it's part of my morning and evening routine. I have a, uh, and I've gotten other clients and I talk about it in the tribe and I talk to my, my friends with it about uh, having a gratitude journal. Whereas in, in the, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like sometimes my, what I'm grateful for is the fact that my thumbs work. Like think yeah. about how much life would suck if your thumbs didn't work. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> like, or, or the fact that like, okay, right now it's cold as balls outside. Um, like the fact that my furnace is working right now. Yes. And I know there's someone out there who lives under a bridge. Yep. So, I am eternally grateful that I have a house or my dogs are so excited when I come home Mm -hmm. or the fact that shoes, you know, I have shoes on my feet that fit. Like a lot of times just those minute things that we don't think about, like really bring things into perspective. Like the fact that because everyone's so quick to whine and complain and uh, bitch and vent, which is really a nice way of putting bitching. Uh, (laughs) That's all it is. Absolutely. Um, but like, even on my bad day, I'm not worried about my health on, a, on my worst day. I have food in my fridge on my worst day. All my limbs work and I have air in my lungs. Like mm-hmm. there are people who I made a post about it. There are people who would crawl on their hands and knees through miles through or for miles through glass to have my problems. Yep. So who am I to say, Oh no, I stubbed my toe today. Uh, it's a bad day. Or, Oh, I spilled coffee on my favorite shirt. Like, oh, I have a shirt, though. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Like, um, you have coffee. Yeah, <laughs> truth. And that's the thing is, I think that's honestly one of the things that holds from a fat loss standpoint, people from getting more is they aren't thankful for, for what they have, mm-hmm. you know, but I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm super thankful for all the what I always would over like dramatize is oh, this, you know, the worst thing ever. You know what I mean? I'm so grateful for those things because it's put me where I'm at now and I can look back and be like, wow, I mean, I can really appreciate, you know, where I'm at right now. And I was thinking about this today where I live in Colorado right now, it's 50 degrees and sunny where I used to live in Michigan. We have like 15 inches of snow and it's (laughs) negative 30 and like the whole world is shut down for them. You know what I mean? And I'm just Mm -hmm. sitting here like, I'm so thankful that I'm not there. And I wish I could, I wish I could be there for the people that I care about that are there, but like, man, like how lucky am I? You know what I mean? 
I, I didn't have to wear a jacket to work today. And meanwhile, they leave their houses. <laughs> so, right. um, yeah, I mean, it's just little stuff like that. Absolutely, man. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about or questions you had? I know we've talked about a ton and I love it. And this has probably been one of my favorite podcasts. So, um, what, what, was there any other things that you, you wanted to talk about or had questions about? Um, well, when I, I mean, when we, before we started talking, I wanted to talk about mindset, which we touched on a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about refocusing your mind, which we talked about a lot. And I wanted to talk about reassessing um, like nutritional goals, which we touched on. Um, so I, I mean, right now, I think I just need to get back to, you know, staying on the grind. Cause I haven't, I haven't stopped the grind, mm-hmm. but I've questioned it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's getting back on, okay, what I'm doing is working and it takes time. Cause I gotta be honest with you, Jared, this is the longest I've stuck with a fitness, nutritional, whatever journey my, That's for amazing, my entire life. Bro. Um, like I, I was the guy who was super jacked and super excited for like three days. And then when I didn't see results in three days, I'd be like, fuck it. I'm done. And then I'd complain about it for another six months. Like, yeah. well, I, tr- I tried this and it didn't work. And you know, whatever. Like, well, I'll start again tomorrow or next week or whatever. Um, so just remembering, like, just keep doing it every day. And, uh, so there are definitely some days where I don't want to do it, but again, it's about, it's not about wanting to, and it's not about being motivated to it's, it's about being the, like, I am that person. And I have to tell mm-hmm. myself that a lot. Um, like, listen, you don't want to get up right now because it's cold and whatever, and it's warm in your bed. And, but you are the person who does it. And that's all there is to it. Like there's, and if that's, if people could just adopt that mindset where it's, this is what I'm, this is who I am. This is who I am. And this is what I have to do to achieve the goal. Then they, then it just happens because that's, it's not about wanting to, it's just about you are that person now. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, that's where my, my new year's resolutions, if you want to talk about resolution, there are goals that I set for myself, but they're what, how, and who. So what do I want? My first goal was, I am going to attend training sessions three to five times a week. How am I going to do it? I am going to, uh, you know, make sure I get into whatever gym I am doing, or if I go for a hike or whatever, three, three to five times a week and not let emotional decisions derail that. And who do I have to be to do it is I am a person that, goes to the gym three to five times a week and does not allow emotions to affect my decision to train that day. Um, and I have like three goals like that. Um, most like the nutrition and training and, and mindfulness. So like one's about reading. Um, and that, I mean, that stuff works for me. So if anyone's listening, try that, maybe it'll work for you too, but it, it's seriously just becoming the person you have to be has completely has done it for me. That's amazing, dude. That's no, I like, that's such a big deal. And that's, that's such massive mental growth on your part. Like I'm so, dude, I'm so proud of you and how far you've come and just the, been just like the six months, you, months you and I have known each other. Um, like the amount of growth you've had mentally, which obviously impacts your physical. Like that's, that's the best way to have 
um, long lasting physical change is to fix it in your, in your mind first. And then your body just catches up and stays up to speed. So Mm -hmm. um, your stuff has been just amazing and you're just fucking killing it. Well, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate your, your guiding hand along the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, it's, it's my pleasure, man, for real. Um, But dude, thank you so much for, uh, for being willing to record this call. That way someone else can get some value out of it. Yeah. I hope somebody does. It was really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Awesome, man. For real though, think about starting your own podcast with your own stuff. I'm telling you, it's super easy to start. I could show you how to, how to start your own and it's just, just throw it, keep it in the back of the head. So I definitely, before I do that, I want to be the person who does what he says he's going to do. You know what I mean? I'm, well, I'm I think you're on a, a great start to that. So. Yeah. So I appreciate it. I, I hope we can do this again sometime. Yeah, definitely, man. Thank you so much. I love you, dude. Um, I'll talk to you later. Sounds perfect. All right, guys, thank you so much once again for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast. It means a ton to me. I appreciate your support and your love. I know Corey appreciates it. And if this helped you in any way, um, I'm super glad. Thank you so much for listening this far. You know, if you made it this far, I really appreciate it. I know it was a longer episode, but I'm telling you this, you have so much power to change your situation. It's unreal. Just like Corey changed his. Um, Now, like I said, Corey is one of my tribe members. So if what any of that sounds good to you and you know you kind of wonder if the tribe might be a good fit for your situation or you want more info on it reach out to me i'm not going to do a big push for it or anything but the goal of starting the tribe was i want to help as many people as possible do what Corey's done to change their situation to get out of the bad place they're in so they don't have to settle for less than what they are capable of okay so if you want to learn more about the tribe shoot me a message an email jared at hamiltontrain.com or hit me up on instagram Um, you know, I can send over some information or whatever, but otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in. It means a ton. I will talk to you later.